So look at your neighbor and ask them, how are you? How are you? <laughs> how are you? And then uh, wait for them to give you an answer. How are you doing? Yeah. How have you been? <laughs> so, failing forward. Failing forward. Today we are looking at failing forward. Ask your friend, what is your relationship with failure? <laughs> there is no relationship. <laughs> Just experience. There is no there is no relationship. It's a situational. Hey, how how do you relate to failure? I embrace it with a lot of grace. How many of you have ever failed? Never. You have failed. You have failed in daily. A thousand times. A thousand times. How many of you have never failed? You can't look at your life and say, I've, I've, I've failed. Never. Okay. Oh, uh, for four. Failure nayo. Mkotupa moja. Like, mnaenda WhatsApp group moja. You know, uh, failing is, is one of the things that really the church doesn't talk about. Nor entertain. Okay? Today, if you come to, uh, to me or to your pastor in your church and you say, Oh, I have failed. What will happen to you? Excommunication, disbanded. Disbanded. <laughs> 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 But then that's failure in church. What other failure in church is very fatal? Like, they didn't put a ball. a ball. They a ball. They yeah. Yeah. Na 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 the guy, the jama. Jama na samehewa. Yeah. Cause yeah yeah na bolio kundeshana. Ana embarrassment. Dambi. Eh eh. What what other failure in church? So the, the, uh, divorce. Uh, there are some organizations. Ukiskika tu me divorce, you're out. Ukiskika, you have you are having marriage problems. You see, this ma all marriages have problems. But this is what I tell people. Even if you're having marriage problems, don't go to your church. Unless you are one hundred percent sure that your church will help you and will protect you. Because 
I have had cases where someone was a leader in a certain in church in a church they were having marriage problems so they went and and said oh we need help kidogo wakatolewa cheo you're demoted your wife is fired unabaki peke yako you get like so even your income is no longer the way it was so, and this is a church because you expected to be perfect you know sasa ukienda useme sijume divorce Hey, you are out. Eh? Uh -huh. Which other failure? Isn't you the main ones? Kwa kanisa. Yeah. Dating the pastor's daughter. <laughs> Dating the pastor's daughter. It's a problem. Eh. Hey. Capital crime. When you are a hustler. <laughs> yeah. Where? Hmm? Anyway. In some churches, also marrying person who is not from that church. Or marrying someone who is not from that church is also. In some churches. In some churches, hmm? you are deemed as a failure. Yeah. Hmm. Also, you marriage account stay. Hmm. Eke eke stay. It's also a failure. Unambiwa, you should have gone to the church for a blessing. Or for approval. <laughs> approval sana sana. They look at your girl. Wakozile za. Ay. Umuchana anakani kama hajokuka. Eh. Ama anangalia kijanao. Anaona. Eh. Uyu. Ajafika. Ajafika. Watimulikutana wapi. Another story. Ay. Kwaza anangalia mpaka environment. Kwenye mulikutana. Hmm. Na yu. Siu hile. Inakuwaka pare karibu na krabu hile ya nini. Mwende mkumu explainia apana kuna club Aa, apu, apu, wee, dugu nani? Dugu, dugu Josfa, toka, kuja, kuja, kuja Pare huyu, atu benia bia wapi? Then anaza kwa explain So, you become judged by where you met So anyway, so, what about personal failure? How have you failed? Or how do, does someone you know failed? <coughs> Where do we start? Where do we start? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Share with your neighbor one, one failure in your life. One, just one. Uh, one failure. <laughs> so what has your neighbor said? Eh? Neighbor come sama nini? I'm sure sick to embarrassing. Yeah, it's okay to be modest. Eh? Ame sama nini? Eh. In business. To a point of being auctioned. Eh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Someone else? Hi, I'm Dai Kushia. Sawa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 
Failure. Failing forward. All right. Let's define what failure is. And get it out. Yeah. No, see, I've been calling up. I've been saying what was share. No, I, I said who, who wants to share? You guys story. So sawa. Share them. Failing spectacularly. Eh? <laughs> so they were supposed to finish by December. Or they were so, yeah, they were supposed to start. To start a training in, in December or January. By in December they said it was supposed to start by January. So January came. Yeah. They didn't start. February came. They said that it was there. January. Hey, and now in March. Do they plan to start? Hiya. All right. Failure is a state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. Come here, December. Failure is the state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. Is a state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. Failure. Failure. So failure is a state. Okay? Failure is a condition. It's a it's a place that sometimes you find yourself in life. For example, we use that example, yeah. The person who wanted to meet an objective. Kwanza training in January. Now in March, there's bado wanafanya nini? Wanaanza. Okay? It is the same thing na mtu anataka ku lose weight. January, people pay for the gym. Wanaenda the first two weeks. Then that's it. By March, the things you wanted to achieve, oi. Umerudi back to to yourself. For example, take take a uh, an back and and think of your January. 31st December leading to January 1st. And that you are the first week of January. January tarehe moja mpaka 7th. Okay? What was the state of your mind? Kwa moja. Yeah. No, I see resolutions. I see resol I'm not talking about resolutions. The state of your mind was full of possibilities. Senior, even if you didn't say this is the resolution I have, there are things in your mind you are saying, him waka, I have to do this. Him waka, I have to do this. True or false? In your mind, you don't have to write resolutions, but in your mind, there are things you are saying, I will do this. 2022, Manze, I have to achieve this. Okay? Now, the first quarter of the year in Apita, and whatever was in your mind in January is no longer there. 
Sai, maybe your mind is full of hopelessness. And that time, it go full of hope. Okay? Why? Because maybe you tried and failed. Ukaanza, ukaanza kuchapa hesabu, ukaanza kufikiria story ya capital, kama ni biashara ulikuwa kufanya. And now, umeingia into a state or condition of failure. Okay? Instead of success. So now you begin to operate in that state of failure. The reason why people constantly fail is because of operating in a state of failure or in a failing mentality. People have a, a mentality of I will fail. It is like an expectation. What if I try this and I fail? And you know, even getting saved, when you are talking to young people, and you tell them receive Jesus in your life, one of the things they have in their mind is what if niokoke and then I backslide. Forget. Oh, Mr. Kuchazea Mungu. That's what they say. Not knowing that, in fact, there is an opportunity for you to repent again. You know? You are not the same. You are not like the, a person who is not born again. So failure is a state. Ask your friend, what state are you in today? Are you in a condition of success or a condition of failure? Sai. Okay. Right now, Sai. What condition are you in? All right. Now, then the question is, how does a condition of failure look like? It is a condition of complaining. It is a condition of feeling hopelessness. It is a condition of feeling stagnant. It is a condition of feeling stuck. It is a condition of feeling like you cannot move beyond your current circumstances. That is a condition of failure. Okay? Number two, failure is a lack of success. Failure is a lack of success. Failing forward. Failure is a lack of success. Okay, we'll talk about success to Kiendelea. Uh, so, right number three, failure is inability to meet an expectation. Inability to meet an expectation. Okay, now God creates Adam and Eve, Sindio, places them in the Garden of Eden. And then God sets expectations for them and says, you shall not eat this fruit. You can eat of every other fruit, but not this one. It's, a, it's an expectation that God has. It's a rule that he has set. And then what happens? The fruit they are told not to eat is the one they eat. Like, you come to a room and then you are told, uh, wet paint, don't touch. What is the first thing you do? Test. <laughs> Why? To confirm. To confirm that. But it's written, wet paint, don't touch. But now, when it's when it's not written, why are you not touching? <laughs> There's nothing to to build your curiosity. Okay. That's why when you're told, don't do this, you want to do it. Yeah. Alright? So God puts a garden and says, don't touch this tree. 
And then Adam and Eve fail on the expectations of God, so they become failures. They were unable to meet those expectations. And that's the same thing that happens even in relationships. The inability to meet expectations. Okay? Causes a lot of uh, relationships to fail. I have had people say, Hey, you can get relationships, we can get better expectations. Which ones? <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then the truth is, even you not having expectations is an expectation. <laughs> so people will always have expectations. When you get into a marriage, you will have expectations. The reason why people fail is because they don't communicate those expectations. Because some of those expectations are unrealistic. And you know they are unrealistic. Now, it is very important to understand failure because everyone in this life will fail. And miserably fail. Okay? If you've never failed in something big in your life, Prepare yourself because if you want greatness, you will fail. If you want success, you will fail. And you will fail miserably. Okay? Now, when you go to churches, when you listen to a lot of sermons, they talk about success. Yeah? God is a God of? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You shall succeed. Amen. You shall sell and you shall be rich. Glory to God. Amen. Perfect. No one tells you, before you get that success, you will fail. You will mess up. You will make bad sales. You will lose money in places that you never thought that you would lose money. You will make some serious, foolish, stupid mistakes. That when you look back in your life, you will wonder what you are thinking. Okay? But that's life. So, it is important to understand failure more than success. In fact, it is more important for you to prepare for failure than to prepare for success. It is better for us to study failure than success. Do you know why? Because you will fail more times than you succeed. For every one success, you will have failed like a hundred times. Okay? And when you look at the Bible, for example, I love David because David lived a real life. Okay? And he failed countless times. But David was a master of failing forward. So he would fail and then land on his feet and keep walking. Alright? And, and uh, Paul, uh, not Paul, Peter failed when he denied Jesus Christ. How many times? Marangapi? Tatu. Three times he denied Jesus. Three times. Imagine you walk with this guy. Imagine a friend of yours. Through thick and thin. You have slept in the same places. You have eaten the same food. You have struggled in the same way. And then in your hour of need, the guy denies you three times. Not once. Maratatu. Anasema kujui. Panatambua. Yeah? But three times, Peter denies Jesus Christ. 
In other words, Peter fails three times. Knowingly. This is not the sin. When you see fail, he ah, at you I failed unknowingly. No, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Failing three times. <laughs> King Solomon, the wisest man in the world. Right? Wisest man. Very young guy comes before the Almighty God and God asks him, What do you want? And the guy says, I want understanding and wisdom. And God gives him understanding and wisdom. And then what happens? He becomes the greatest failure that we read of in the Bible. He loves women too much that he forgets his throne. Okay? He had a thousand of them around him. <laughs> a thousand of them around him. <laughs> and then at the end of his life he writes Ecclesiastes. And says all is vanity. Including the a thousand women. You know, that's what we don't read. That's why we don't check. Solomon Zelifania, he got 1,000 women. Yes, but then at the end of his life, he was the richest, wealthiest, most powerful king, wisest. In fact, some historical accounts say that kings from other kingdoms came and abdicated their thrones. They abdicated their kingship from those kingdoms and gave them over to Solomon just for them to sit and learn his wisdom. That's how wise he was. Okay? But at the end of life, he says, all is vanity. It is meaningless. A chasing after the wind. The best lessons are always taught by people who have failed. But look at what we do. We run to people who look what? Successful. Okay? But then, when we go to these successful people, they don't tell us how much they have failed. They tell us the secrets of their success. And many of them say the secret of my success is consistency. Uh, networks, waking up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., exercising. They tell us all the secrets of success. So, where were you? You end up 4 a.m., 5 a.m. You go to exercise. You know, you start becoming consistent. There is no success coming your way. You do that for five years. Reason is because this guy never told you how many times he failed. Because the whole thing about their success is failure. Let's understand failure. Number one, failure is part of life. Failing is part of life. Failure is part of life. Tell your friend you will fail. Tell the other one you will fail. Tell them I hope you fail. <laughs> now, what I'm trying to do today is try to make you understand that 
God works with people who fail. God never works with perfect people. Okay? Genesis to Revelation. You look at all those guys that God worked with, and each one of them had a kasoro somewhere. They had a thing, a problem. They had a failure in their lives. And those who didn't fail, God made them fail. Okay? God hit Jacob on the hip. The guy becomes a cripple for the whole of his life. Yeah. Anatambia nanini moja hivi akinama. Jacob, the guy, the great Jacob. Anatambia hivi aki, you know. Aligongo one touch. Na malaika. Yeah. Yes. God delayed Abraham for 25 years from getting a son. 25 years. I'm okay, I will give you a son. I love another mother. 25 years. Yes. 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 25 years. The guy waited for 25 years and no son. Mbaka you have to check some shortcuts. You know, Sarah comes and comes and says, Buddha, but this is what you can do. You know, there's this girl called Hagar. So, and then, yeah. So, Abraham, of course, you know. Then the girl. <laughs> so, so the girl conceives, okay. And, and you see that was tradition, that was Jewish culture then, all right. And so the girl conceives, and then eventually the 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 nanny Sarah gives birth to Isaac when Abraham was a hundred, and now there are two sons of two different women. And the women, of course, they wanaza ku, ku, you know, kudarawiliana. Then the sons wakicheza sibling ile tu wakuchapana. So Sarah gets angry, tells Abraham, uh -uh. kuzo umtu. So Abraham gets, uh, you know, Ishmael becomes Abraham's failure in life. Tuko yeah. pamoja. Because how do you, even if it's a son, you see, as a man and as a father, how do you chase your son away? Knowing this is your son. Come on, Moj. Yeah? Yeah, do as your wife is telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, God doesn't reason the way we reason. And sometimes I think in church we have created this God who is so up there that we don't feel he relates to us. Okay? The same God who told Abraham, eh, do what your wife is telling you, is the same God who provided water in the desert when this boy Ishmael was dying of thirst. He's the same who sent an angel to go and provide water for that boy. And he's the same God who gave a promise to Ishmael in the desert that he will be blessed. Why was Ishmael blessed? Because he came from the offspring of Abraham. Failure is part of, tell your friend, failure is part of life. Number two, failure is the classroom of wisdom for those who learn from it. Failure is the classroom of wisdom for those who learn from it. Failure is the classroom of wisdom for those who learn from it. Okay? Now, 
There are people who never learn from failure. They fail once, they fail twice, and they keep failing over and over again. But they never learn. They never change tact. They never sit to look back. They never realize they have a pattern of failing. Whatever they touch fails. Okay? And you know, uh, when you become that kind of a person where you fail every time, even nature begins to oppose you. Unapanda nyasi inakataku grow. You remember, by the truth was that that guy planted grass along Mombasa Road and it refused to grow. Like he let you live in Kakata. <laughs> you see, there are people who are gifted in such a way that when they oversee something, it thrives. Okay? Whether it's a department or a project, it thrives. And there are others, yeah? And there are others, when they oversee things, they die. Something that was growing. But then this guy comes and it begins to die. Even nature has refused. And, and let me explain about nature. Because Psalm 91 says, The sun shall not smite thee by day. Meaning, there is a possibility that the sun can actually smite you by day. And the moon by night. Okay? Such that even the sun is against you during the day, and during the night, the moon is against you. Because the moon is against you. So, the Bible says, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night, implying there is a possibility that nature can actually be against you. Okay, now you look at Kenya and our politics. So failure number two is the classroom of wisdom <laughs> for those who learn from it. Ask your friend, are you learning from your failures? Mm. Ask the other one, are you learning from your failures? Okay. For example, when you talk about finan finances, financial failure, okay? Uh, you make money in your 20s. Uh, by the time you are getting 28, 29, 30, you have no money. You look back at all the money you made and you wonder why you don't have money now. You failed financially, okay? So it will take a while before God begins to trust you again with some more money. Now the question is, if he trusts you again, with some more money, will you have learned from your failure? Okay? Umepada pesa, umeenda KFC. Umekula KFC. Umekula KFC. Miaka tatu nakula utu KFC. KFC to KFC. Then you get fired. You no longer have money for KFC. So unangalia, you look back in your life, you say, oh my God, all my wealth, nilikula KFC. 
nilikula KFC kama moja haya how much how much is KFC how much is one one piece ya KFC so imagine 390 yeah. about to kula KFC to spend 390 okay think about where you want to go in life Whenever you are about to spend 390 think about where you want to go in life Failure ebuso moyo statement of we is eh eh bus so you have 390 you want to eat KFC And then you look at your life where do you want to go So what do you do with the KFC with the 390 you eat Do you do you eat KFC Do you put it aside Tuka pamoja Well it is according to you all right But you calculate your your, your in, other, in other words you pick your failures Pick your failures wisely Tuka pamoja <laughs> okay pick your failing if you're failing pick it very nicely but if you don't learn from failure even god cannot help you even if we pray and we lay our hands upon you you shall never stop failing because you're not learning are we together You look at the Bible and you look at people like David when he was confronted with his failure he didn't oppose God he actually went learned from it cried repented yet he still faced the consequences of his failure You look at Saul he failed once he started justifying his failure he never learned from it so he started telling God ah ah I was I was and eventually he lost the kingdom Now David never lost the kingdom. Though he went through the consequences, he never lost the kingdom. In fact, the kingdom was promised to him for generations. Saul fought back. Did not learn from failure. Even God could not help him. Failing. Number three. Yes. Failure is, to sin. failure is what? Sin. Yeah, for a believer, yes. Sin. 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 Yeah. sin is a form of failure. Sin is a form No, not always sin. But sin is part of failure. Mm. Okay? F- for a believer to fail doesn't mean you have sinned. Okay? It could mean you have made a stupid mistake of investment and you've lost your money. Hapo umefail mbaya. Or you've chosen the wrong person to date and kuisha wewe. You failed, okay? But then sin is also part of that failure. Why? You decided to to date someone who is always eating at KFC every day. Akupiki 
when you when you go home, she doesn't cook. She tells you, oh, let's take KFC. Yeah. No, no. You, see, you get married, and and then it becomes it becomes a problem. But come on, dating. You see, if you if you guys are dating, and all this person wants Nivi to come his home, what does that tell you? <laughs> choose, choose your failures well. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, failure is the only sure way to success. Failure is the only sure way to success. There is no other way to success but failure. Failure is the only sure way to success. So when you have a, a successful story, the first question you should ask when you meet a successful person where is your greatest failure in life <coughs> okay ask that question to any individual any person who is successful and they will they will be like oh wow that's a that's a good question and again because they have failed many times but they don't always talk about failure why because the world the world the way we are cultured we are not attracted to failures yet alexander fleming was it alexander fleming the one who created this light bulb thomas edison failed 999 times trying different ways different patterns to make the light bulb if someone dismissed him at the 999th time okay and then edison kept on going one more time and he discovered the light bulb you dismiss someone because in fact science as we know it is built on failure science innovation invention okay everything we know iphone apple televisions all of them are built on the foundation of failure because these guys experimented and tried this and tried that and tried this everything including like in a facebook whatever you see is a product of failure Okay? So whenever you feel discouraged in life and you feel like you're going to fail, tell yourself Facebook is here, okay? You could fail today, you could fail tomorrow, you could be the Thomas Edison and fail again and again. But maybe 999 times are cut out for you. Keep going, you will hit the 1,000 times and then you will be the light, the light bulb. You keep failing and people keep telling you, oh, you're a failure, you're a failure. But keep going. It is the only way to success. Napoleon Hill says that in every adversity, there is a seed of equivalent advantage. In every adversity, there is a, a, there is a seed of equivalent advantage. In other words, the harder you fall, the higher you rise okay the harder you fall the higher you will rise now i would like you to go read the story of isaac uh, nani steve jobs uh, 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 biography autobiography read it and you see his failures and his rises and failing and rising and failing and rising his life was characterized with all these things by all these things okay 
read the story of Paul, the apostle. Right? Get books about Paul. Read the Bible. Get books uh, that people have written about Paul. And then you will see his, his discontent sometimes. He says, what I want to do, I, don't find, I find myself not doing. But what I don't want to do, I find myself doing. Okay? He's a failure. He feels like sometimes he's failing in life. He's failing himself. He's failing God. Okay? But he keeps going. And then he becomes successful. Number four, failure is unavoidable. Failure is unavoidable. Okay? Even as a believer of Jesus Christ, even when you pray, let me tell you these things. You can pray and pray and pray and fast and still fail. Are we together? Because uh, the challenge we have is the mindset that we have been given by the church and the pulpit, majority of the church, is that you as a believer, you are not supposed to fail. But I say this, if you are a believer and you live in this world, you will never, you will not avoid failure. People in church have been discouraged. Actually, what am I at a church? Because if you fast and pray, everything will work out. So they fasted, they prayed, they planted seeds, offerings, and all that, and they still failed. Okay? So no one told them, you can do all that and still fail. You can give all these seeds and all these offerings and all these prayers and all this, and then you are, because of your mom or your dad is in hospital, and then they die. Okay? Now that is where there is a disconnect between the faith we have and the reality of failure. Okay? And that's where now we need to develop a relationship and say, even if I fail, I will still serve God. Okay? Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even if he does not deliver us, we will not bow. Are you together? To, in, in Kenya today, we'll be like, hey, lazima mungu wali deliver. Lazima, he has to, he has to. And so, tuko hapo, ramaya, ndamaya, nanga, buka, teka, taka, yaka, oh, shabaya, hila, kesha mzima, kesha mzima. And then the following day, we are not delivered. So, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> But is it God who is fake or is it the teachings they got that were wrong? You know, Shadrach, Meshach knew there are two ways that this thing could go. God can save us or this fire can burn us. But whatever way, whichever way it goes, we are not bowing. And that is the stand that we should take as believers, as Christians. Knowing that we could still go for this thing and we fail. Okay? And we still uh, die or get sick or get all these things or lose money. For example, pyramid schemes in Kenya, they targeted the church. And because of the same thing, the faith thing, majority of the people who, invented in the, uh, who invested in the pyramid schemes were church people. Okay? Yeah? They're too, well, they are too naive, but then they, they never learn that it is a possibility you could actually lose your money. Okay? And, and pastors championed uh, your pyramid schemes. And even today, and you see church, it may become a get-rich-quick scheme. And you 
Mkipeana so moja moja hapa Kesho mkona so mbili mbili Mkilada another 200 tomorrow The day after you have 600 It is a lie yeah. And I will not lie to you Okay? Because even God is a smart investor He doesn't work that way Alright? He works with the process You cannot give me 10,000 now And expect to get 100,000 tomorrow If that is what you are giving me I will return to you at 10,000 And I will show you a way Where you can get 100k In the next 10, year, 10 months Okay? But the truth is There is a process Failure is unavoidable. Number five, failure is repeated until lessons are learned. <laughs> failure is repeated until lessons are learned. Okay? Failure is repeated. If you find yourself repeating lessons in life, there is a possibility you have not learned. If you find God putting you in the same environments over and over, okay? And they keep recurring. There is a probability there are lessons he wants you to learn. If you fail in that class, he will repeat the whole thing again. And then, once you pass that test, you move to the next place of your life. Where now, and surprisingly this is the thing, you find yourself no longer struggling with the same things you are struggling with. The moment you conquer one thing in the faith, you no longer struggle with it. You keep going and keep rising. So you cannot make sense. Okay? But if you find yourself failing in the same place, you will find yourself in the same environment again and again and again. And your life will begin to stagnate. In other words, God will say, all right, until she or he learns this lesson from this failure, we are not trusting her with the next thing. So let's train her for this. Once you learn this, then we trust him for the next thing. And once he's faithful in the next thing, we trust them for the next thing. Because the number one thing that God looks at in a believer is faithfulness. Period. Faithful with money, faithful in your marriage, faithful in whatever. Faithfulness. That's the one thing that God looks at. And that's one area that God tests. For you to move to the next place, for you to have more of what God is asking, you have to learn from failing. Where have you failed? Now, you fail now. Don't think you've overcome. The test will return. It may return in the same way or in a different way, but it will return. When it returns, are you smart enough to identify it and say, this is the same test that I failed in, will I overcome it now? Okay? If you don't overcome it, you will keep moving around your nini. So failure is repeated until lessons are learned. Number six, if you don't learn the easy way, you will learn the hard way. If you don't learn the easy way, you will learn the hard way. <laughs> There's a book I was reading uh, some time back. It was the God who won't let go. In fact, I read it Kitambo. I was very young. I think 19 or 20. The God who won't let go. And, and this author was bringing the issue of how God never lets you go. Okay? He keeps pushing at you. He keeps 
trying to get your attention such that if you don't if he is bringing lessons your way and you're not learning them the easy way he brings the hard way just to help you learn okay so Jonah Jonah never learns the lesson the easy way okay so he's told go to Nineveh and he said oh okay so he takes a ship begins to go the other direction God decides ah that's where you want to go fine sends a wave sends a, a whole nini the, the, the ocean inaanza kuwa na hizo zinaitwa nini storms kidogo kidogo Jonah finds himself in Nineveh the hard way God always brings a hard way tell your friend failing forward are you failing forward or are you failing backward okay Number seven, Leona appear points mingi. Failure is one way God gets your attention. Failure is one way God gets your attention. <laughs> Failure is one way God gets your attention. So God makes you successful, you forget him. So he causes you to fail. You remember him. When I fail too, because he Hey God, please come through. And that's what I think should happen to the Church of Kenya. We should fail. God should make us fail. So that then he gets our attention. That is if he will not get our attention before. Number eight, failure is a process, not an event. Failure is a process, not an event. Right? When you see someone who has failed, for example, tuone kwa TV, someone has failed, right? They did not fail at that point. <coughs> they have been on a process of failing or a process of failure. It's only that sasa wamefika climax. Failure begins pole pole, pole pole, pole pole, pole pole. Then they progress, in a progress, in a progress, until in Africa climax, and then now, and you see, this is, a, this is a problem that we have. We never see the process of failing. We just see the climax of failing. We never see the process that led to it. So what happens? For you to fail again, the devil brings the same process. Pole pole, pole pole, pole pole. It is just like when, when we talk about if it become a stealing uh, corruption in, in government I'm a corruption in our workplace it doesn't just start okay it starts with a conversation inaanza tu pole pole bahasha leo unaanza kusema hey now this place is nice my god hey hey they, they really take care of, of their of their own hey what you don't know you are getting initiated into corruption so that we receive 10k leo next week we may receive another 10 Two weeks later, you see 25,000. Hey, my boss is very nice, you know. Now, when there's a mega corruption deal going on, you cannot say anything. Because if you go and say, Utambua, ah, let ile order to be for those two years, bring it back. Then you are like, hey, Unambua, yes, up and you're going to talk. So you're part of it. Let me tell you, you are a believer, you are tongue talking, you are doing all that, but you're a corruption. Ukuna sema Mungu analibariki tukapamoja. 
Alitoa fungu la 10. Ndio pesa yako ibarikiwe. It's not an event. Okay? You know falling into sex is not a, is not an event. It's a process. Inaanzaka na nini? Eh? Thoughts then conversation. Okay? Na text nini hivyo hivyo kidogo kidogo. So the the problem is not the climax. There was a process. And when you go to church they judge the climax. They they don't look at the the process and when you fail you don't look at the process aya number 9 failure is personal therefore it is defined and determined on a personal level failure is personal therefore it is defined and determined on a personal level failure is personal therefore it is defined and determined on a personal level You are the one who determines what failure is to you. Okay? Number 10, failure is embraced or rejected through individual judgment. Failure is embraced or rejected through individual judgment. It is embraced or rejected through individual judgment. Okay? There are two ways to respond to failure you can either embrace it or reject it okay and we look at that we look at how to respond to failure all right 11 failure is the fertilizer for whatever you plant failure is a fertilizer for whatever you plant okay <laughs> Now this is this this has to do a lot with how you respond to failure. If you are the kind of a person who goes to uh, the other side and rejects failure and says it it wasn't me, I didn't do it, it was not my fault, then whatever it is that you're doing at that time in your life, when genuine failure comes your way because there are genuine failure that you are supposed to learn from, then you will never learn from that genuine failure and what will happen in your life you will continue in the process and the cycle of failing because you are not learning okay you are not learning from this process so it fertilizes your defense mechanisms it fertilizes your coping mechanisms it fertilizes everything you become in life All right? Have you ever seen people are so defensive? Like uh, they're so defensive. Ukim confront that they defend too fast. Before they understand kile nasema shaanza ku defend. Okay? It's fertilizer. Yenye imefanya they become that. And have you ever seen other people who just accept anything? Hata kama makosa si yao. They like oh yeah, oh yeah, please forgive me. Na si makosa si yake. It is also fertilizer. So both cases are extremes. and they are not healthy they are not good okay the last two points progress is driven by learning from failure okay progress is driven by learning from failure progress is driven by learning from failure do you want to progress in your marriage okay you must 
learn from failure. Do you want to progress in your business? You must learn from failure. Do you want to progress in your relationship? You must learn from failure. Do you want to progress in your career? You must learn from failure. Whatever area you're looking to progress in, you must learn. Do you look to progress uh, in your relationship with Jesus Christ? You must learn from where you failed in that relationship. Okay? Isn't it funny that when you're in a relationship, you almost call that person every evening or every morning or every minute of the day. You call them, you chat, how are you doing? You want to find out if they have eaten or drunk or whatever. You want to find out if they don't call, why didn't you call me? You know? But then why is it that we, we are in a relationship with Jesus Christ, but we find it very hard to call on him? Check up on him. Yeah. Jesus I got to sour. Jesus I got to sour. You see, the the again, I repeat, the idea we were given of God and Jesus is so high we don't seem to relate to, to them. We, we don't seem to relate to the Holy Spirit the way we would relate with, an, with one another. Because the idea we were given is that God is there, Jesus is there, the Holy Spirit is there, you and I are here, we, we can't connect. But maybe the God I serve is a God I, I check on. How, how are you doing, Jesus? What is your heart like in terms of the nation? And he says things. My heart is bleeding. My heart is in pain because of one, two, three. Come on, Like the Holy Spirit grieves. And the Bible in the same evil. Hello? Are you got too sour? There are things. Yeah. 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 And we gave an answer, then that other person wrote it in a book. Sasa kwa nini huya asizome yokitabu. It was so mashidazaki. But it's true. But then on the other hand, what we have to understand about God is that God relates to us on an individual level and also on a national level. Okay? If we understand that kind, the God, that God, then we become more aware of his desires. Is he concerned about your smallest needs? Yes. If he knows the number of, of hair, okay, the number of your hair, then he's concerned about the shoe you're wearing. He's concerned about the struggles you're going through. And at the same time, he's concerned about who is in government. He's concerned about the Kenya nation. That, that is the God we serve. But then to me, Mungua, why should I need to call on Jesus? He's just fine. So how do we relate to God when, we, uh, when it comes to that? We begin to relate to Jesus based on our problems. Okay? We only call on him when we have problems or in trouble. We never just call on him to say, Lord, I love you. A period. Like, even when you're okay. Look at God doesn't need you, you need him. Yeah. It could be, I don't know. 
Yeah. It, it contributed to that, yeah, kind, to of that kind of thinking. Oh, God doesn't need you. Yeah, we need him. Yeah, well, he, God needs us. Yeah, yeah, okay, I think, yeah, he does need us. He, he needs us, we need him. Mm -hmm. Except uh, God doesn't need <coughs> we need him. So, uh, now after that, approaching him, you only approach him with your needs, you know, yeah. because he's already at that level. Yeah. Learning from failure. Okay, number 13, confront failure to inspire creativity. Confront failure to inspire creativity. Okay? Confront failure to inspire what? Creativity. In other words, don't run away from failure. No. Confront it. Have you failed? Confront that failure. Accept it. Own it. And say, this is mine. This is what I'll do about it. Black box thinking. Okay? Black box thinking. So let me give you seven reasons why we fail. Yes. Question. Okay? Number one reason why we fail. Lack of persistence. <laughs> hey, I remember that story in the Bible about this woman uh, who had a child uh, who was sick. And the woman comes to Jesus and, and says, Jesus, my child is sick, please speak a word. And Jesus said, it is not right for me to take the bread of the children and give it to dogs. You remember that story? And the woman insists and says, in fact, even dogs eat from their master's table. They eat the crumbs of that bread. And Jesus turned and said, your faith has set you free. <laughs> persistence. Everyone say persistence. persistence. Everyone say it again, persistence. persistence. Say it with a, you know, with a strong, with a strong oomph. Persistence. persistence. Tell your friend, be persistent. Be persistent. Now, there are a hundred stories I can tell you about persistence. Of this woman who went to look for a job, and in those days they were not uh, uh, employing women for sales, and so she went that morning, she was rejected. When the following morning, she was rejected. She kept going for a whole month. So every morning, the manager would come find this woman. And, and one day, the manager said, I, I, I have rejected you. What is wrong? And she said, I refuse your rejection. <laughs> so the manager says, all right, you go sell. And whatever you make, it's up to you. 20 years later, the same manager organizes a huge anniversary celebration for this woman because she had become the top saleswoman in that whole region 20 years later persistence number two why we fail lack of conviction lack of conviction lack of conviction we have no conviction of what we are selling and that's what we were discussing to Kiaza Nikasema don't be afraid to say your price okay if you see these rich people they are not afraid of mentioning the price of whatever commodity they are selling because they are convicted they have a conviction that this is a good thing 
But if you sell me this water and I, I, I sense you don't, you're not convicted that this water is good, even I will not buy it. Mm, and that's the same thing. Even the gospel we teach, I have conviction about it. Even now when I'm teaching this, I have conviction about it. But if I came and I said, uh, you know, guys, I don't know, come on, topic here, Leo, it makes sense. I, I'm not sure about it, but let's just see. Let's just see. You'd be like, Sasa Leo, what is wrong? There is lack of conviction. You, are not convi you have no conviction of whatever you're doing. Jesus was had serious conviction about the cross. That's why he died. If he didn't have conviction, even the disciples would not have followed him. So we fail because we have no conviction. We don't know what we want to do. So now I'm so what do you want to do? What do you do? Uh, what work can you do? I'm saying at the end, what work can you do? Uh, uh, any work, any work. There is no conviction of anything. So why should I move heaven and earth for you if you don't know what you want to do? Be convicted. Tell your friend, be convicted. Okay? Uh, you know, DM, don't DM for prices. Munona kitu hapo, sabufa or something. And then, how much, how much? Then DM for prices. The guy is afraid of saying his price. Say your price. Those who can reach the price will buy it. Those who can't, watajito? Watajito moja moja. It's as simple as that. Conviction. Number three, excuses. If there is one thing I hate in my life is excuses. Excuses. Why I didn't do this? Why I didn't do that? Uh, you know, full of excuses. Kenyans are full of excuses. I was supposed, I was to call you back. I was to do this. Excuses. You organize a meeting with someone at a company online meeting and you send them the link. You, keep, you stay there waiting like a fool. Then later on they tell you, oh, sorry, I forgot. Do you what? Excuses. Number four, dismissal of past mistakes. Number four reason why we fail, dismissal of past mistakes. You dismiss the mistakes of your past. You dismiss the places you failed in your life. In other words, you block them from your mind so that you don't remember. So you find yourself failing again in the same place because you dismiss those mistakes. Number five, lack of discipline. Lack of discipline. Okay? We fail. Lack of discipline to make calls to sell your product. Lack of discipline to make calls and become very persistent in looking for that job. Lack of discipline in giving feedback. Lack of discipline in doing follow-ups. We don't have discipline. So we fail. You work in some of these very successful organizations and you realize they have a particular culture of doing things. Feedback. Time. You know, there are these basic things that must be met. But churches, believers, we don't have these things. Many of us don't. Some do, many of us don't. Poor self-esteem, number six. Poor self-esteem. Your esteem is dependent on, <laughs> on KFC. Nimengilia <laughs> KFC. Or pizza. KFC is nice, they are very nice. Chicken. 
I love their chicken. <laughs> Poor self-esteem. Uh, go listen to self-love deficiency disorder. Okay? Because it's about self-love. You have your 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 ratings of self-love are zero, <laughs> negative zero point three, and then you want to stand before people, you want to sell a product. So, in other words, if you're a lady, because you have poor self-esteem, any guy who looks at you, you think, oh, he wants me, oh, he wants me, only to realize he, he wasn't even looking at you, he was just glaring. So, no, I'm not interested. Your self-esteem that was that was at 0 0.03 negative goes even, <laughs> even lower. So, you become so poor with yourself that even when I come and I tell you Jesus loves you, I did he mean yeah and you know. And I said very well, Jesus loves you. Number seven. Now, fa fatalistic attitude. Is it fatal or fatal? Fatalistic. I'm a fatalistic attitude. Yeah? Depend depending on the school. Fatalistic. 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 You know, the attitude of self. Um, nothing really works for you so you have that attitude nothing works at even this job I'm going to apply I know it'll work even this even this person I'm going to meet I know they won't like me you know like you already you have a fatalistic attitude so whoever sees you they see you the way you see yourself so they're like ah reject 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 so by the time already you are rejected you have rejected yourself in your mind okay and dynamics of failure dynamics of failure dynamics of failure yes yes when job wife said Cast God and die as Job's wife. What does, what does casting God mean? What does casting God mean? Cast God. Cast, yeah, he said cast, she said cast God and die. In other words, deny him, die, whatever it is, uh, reject him, his authority, and die. You know, but Job never did that. Yeah. But casting God is basically saying, I hate you, God. You know, those kind of words. You are not fair. You are... Well, I can't say the words. Because then... Hata kwa example in a kutoka. Like... <laughs> even trying to give you an example in a kata. But it's basically just denying God. And then, when I decide, okay, my fate is with the devil now. Dynamics of failure. Now, what causes failure? Number one. Failure can be caused by environment. Yes? Dynamics of failure. Failure can be caused by environment. You can be in an environment of failure until you become failure. You can be going to a church that has a failure mentality and you start having a failure mentality. You can be working in an environment of failure until you start failing. You can have friends who have a mentality of failing till you start failing. Failure can be caused by environment. Number two, failure can be caused by upbringing. Upbringing. 
you are brought up in a home when your where your father never believed you can become anything and he always had the gift and the anointing to keep reminding you that <laughs> you will be nothing you'll be like your mother upbringing failure can be caused by lack of knowledge number three lack of knowledge not knowing something but you want to attempt that thing can bring failure your way number four it can be caused by lack of self-motivation and, and i think this is the greatest cause of failure uh, when, when i look at the, the points that i have lack of self-motivation Let me give you a very good yes. Oliza. Yeah. I feel it's more discipline. Yeah. Motivation, yeah. motivation Yeah. That was the example I was to give actually. What what makes you get out of bed in the morning? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mwangaza is a judgment. Mwangaza ina kujudge. You know, Mwangaza ina kuambia eh eh manzi nimelala sana. Mpaka aje niamke hii jua manzi. Unaamka tu. Cuz the sun is there saying, "Hey boss, wake up, wake up." Everyone else ameamka, you know. So you wake up. But, but the thing is, if you are not going to work, would you still wake up at the same time you wake up? Yeah. No, that is self motivation that's what i'm talking self motivation okay why because you want to sleep in okay you want to sleep some more mm -hmm. but in truth uh, if so it means if you are not working at all you would be sleeping more if you lost your job it means you spend more time sleeping true eh? well the question is eh. You're being motivated to be disciplined. It's a motivation. You can say it's more of a responsibility. What? Discipline. Discipline. Tulifanya yeah. <laughs> ikos, uh, si ikos. Uh, si ikos. <laughs> Bible study. We did a Bible study. Yeah? The discipline to get things done. done. Okay. And, and what did we talk about? Motivation. <laughs> yeah. You have to be motivated. You see, motivation is not is not the kind of motivation I'm talking about in the motivational speakers. <laughs> you need to get up, you need no, you will make it, you will thrive. That's not the kind of motivation I'm talking about. I'm talking about self-motivation. Okay? Identifying your self-motivation, that that self-motivation begins to drive your disciplines every day. Okay? Self, so then you create self motivation, you create momentum of that thing until it becomes your habit. 
that whatever day, for example, if you usually wake up at 5 a.m., you begin to develop a self-motivation that goes beyond your work. So it's not necessarily your work that makes you wake up at 5 a.m. You have a self-motivation that makes, make, makes you work, uh, wake up at 5 a.m. That motivation becomes momentum, 5 a.m. every day, so you have formed a momentum, that becomes a habit, a practice, okay? A daily practice, this is the time I wake up. Whether I'm working or not, this is the time I wake up, okay? Yeah, I feel like it's <laughs> One of the points you explained last week. Yeah. Yeah. We did, we're talking about finishing what you started. Yes. And you mentioned history, uh, understanding the why. Yes. And I feel yes. that is where the motivation needs to come from. Uh -huh. Because if you understand why you need to wake up, your why, and your why's history is a salary. Yes. Uh, I think at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like there has to be a reason. What is your vision? What is your purpose? Mm. What do you wake up? Mm. So once you understand that, I think the how then becomes easy. Yes. In a flow, right? Yes. 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 In a yeah. Mm. Yeah. The why. Understand your why. Why are you waking up at 5 a.m. and not 7 a.m.? Okay. Why are you sleeping at 12 midnight and not at 8 p.m.? The why. If you understand, if you can answer the why question of your life, everything else falls in place. Number five, failure can be caused by not understanding the consequences. Okay? Not understanding the consequences of failure can cause you to fail because you did not understand the consequences of it. Number six, it can be caused by deliberate actions. Failure can be caused by deliberate actions. Things you are doing deliberately to fail. Okay? <laughs> that happens a lot in the workplace. You want to fail so that you are not given that project again, for example. So you deliberately fail. Okay? Number seven, it can be caused by cognitive dissonance. <laughs> relationships uh, cognitive dissonance okay this is where you begin to uh, explain away things that are very clear you explain them you find a justification for them but they are very clear for you or to you that these are the facts but cognitive dis dissonance ignores the facts and finds another wonderful explanation so that you remain in the same state Okay. It happens a lot in relationships. It happens a lot in politics. People try to explain why they failed. Uh, if you listen to people trying to explain why they failed, would I check Because nothing because earlier you said uh, yeah. you know keep going Yeah, keep trying. You see, when you hear people explain why they failed. Sometimes you laugh. They blame the wind. They, they'll, blame, they'll blame the rains. It rained too heavily. So we... Guys, you failed. Again, like, so they try to... They, that's now cognitive uh, dissonance. Tony Blair and George Bush, 
never accepted that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They still maintain there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, but the Iraqis were quick to hide them. <laughs> as much as I love George Bush and Tony Blair, I'm like, uh -uh, I think it's time to own up and just say there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. You destroyed a nation, okay, that had no problems with you. But owning up to that mistake has consequences. Coming to say, oh yeah, there, there were not, there were no weapons of mass destruction. After millions have been misplaced, hundreds of thousands have died, billions have been spent. Look at, so sometimes you stick with your cognitive. This one. When you look at the cost of your admission, you get, and, and that's how it works. You, you want to quit your marriage? Oh, with a semi-marriage, then unangalia the, the consequences of your quitting. How much time you have put into it? The challenges you guys have gone through. Let me stay there. Responding to failure. There are five ways we respond to failure. Number one, there is the blame game versus taking responsibility. The blame game versus taking responsibility. So one of these days I'll teach on the psychology of the blame game. And, and see how, even in the Bible, how this thing was just alive, alive and well. Versus taking responsibility. So when you fail, you can respond by blaming others or by taking responsibility. You can respond by blaming the wind or the stairs or the doors or the, the lami, whatever. Or take responsibility and say, all right, I have failed in this, so what am I going to do about it? Okay? Remember, Failure is a process. If you fail, for example, in your relationship, you can decide to blame your partner, blame uh, your past, blame whatever, okay, or take responsibility and say, well, you know what, I'm going to work on this. Come on, People who have, people who are uh, in business, people who have blame game, people who fail in business and they start blaming everyone else, never bounce back in business. Go, go watch a documentary called The Millionaire Mind. And they say people who blame others for their failure never bounce back in business. But people who blame themselves and take responsibility, they are able to understand that the cause of their failure is themselves. So this is something they can control. But if you blame something else, you cannot control it Therefore, the possibility of you ever changing is almost zero. Okay? Number two, excuses versus learning. How to respond. You can give excuses or you can decide to learn. So you can say, oh, this happened, this, but let me learn. Excuses versus learning. Yes? Um, since feeling is a process, mm. I'm not going to be Yeah. Yeah. Then we realize 
I should have taken responsibility way, way before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're able to see, sometimes you can't see until it, it's happened. Sometimes you never know we failed, uh, or we are on a path of failure until we fail. When we fail, now we look things uh, in hindsight and we are like, oh, this is where we should have, oh, this is where. Now it becomes a historical study. Okay? It's gone, it's gone. All right? But also people, sometimes people don't take responsibility because they are afraid of being blamed. Should they take responsibility? So they cover up whatever mistakes they have made. Moving on versus evaluating. Number three. Moving on versus evaluating. There are those who say, ah, nini mbaya, I'll move on. Kwani konini. It is okay. But moving on without evaluating is setting you up for another epic failure. <laughs> so you have to evaluate first what made you fail, why did I fail, how did I fail, and then you move on knowing those facts. So that you are moving on is a moving on. Is not a failure in the making. Okay? Number four, self-pity versus self-analysis. <laughs> How you respond to failure self-pity and self-analysis self-pity is where you sit and uh, throw for yourself a pity party oh i wish i knew oh, unalia, unalia. you cry the whole night self-analysis is where you ask yourself how could i be so foolish so you can still cry right? you can still cry yes <laughs> <laughs> and do the analysis and now this is how you do the analysis one, what led me, come as any relationship, what led me to this place, okay? After you have cried, what did I learn from this place? How, uh, how will I make sure I don't return to that place, okay? Pity party is where now you sit and cry and cry and cry and wake up and cry some more without really thinking how, why, when, what, okay? So just find yourself there. But analysis, you analyze, then you create a way forward for yourself. If you need to lose numbers, you lose numbers. If you need to block people, you block people. If you need to go for holiday, you go for holiday. Whatever you need to do after analysis, do it. It will assist you in bouncing back. Okay? Now, there's a lady, uh, she's called Esther Pasaris. You know Esther Pasaris? She was the founder of a company called Adopt a Light. So her story is very interesting because she had one million in her account and she was broke. Hallelujah. One million and she's broke. So she had no idea, her mind was blocked and, and she was, yes, and she was almost having a self-pity party. But then she decided, no, let me take this one million and go for vacation or on vacation and she goes to South Africa, Johannesburg. She was broke. And she's broke. And she's broke. Ni levels, ni levels. You know, you have your level of bro being broke. So, kuna zero broke, one million broke, you know, like. So, she goes to, to Johannesburg, and one night as she was looking through the window, she sees the streets well lit, bright, what, what. And then an idea comes to her. What if, you know, those days, uh, lights is because in Ibiwasana, Nairobi, 
So what if, so she comes up, what if we put the light so high that, and so, so nicely that even the guys who climb to steal these lights cannot climb that far? Comes back to Kenya, signs a deal with Nairobi City Council, that, was, that time you look at Nairobi City Council, worth 400 million shillings. I remember that story because a guy called Musikari Kombo was a minister for local government then. And so he gives uh, Pasaris this contract worth 400 million shillings and then it's a locked contract. No one can contest. She becomes a multi-millionaire. Self-analysis. Number five, failing backwards and failing forward. <laughs> failing backward and failing forward. Those who fail backward blame everyone else. Those who fail forward fail and learn and pick up their lessons and begin to walk in life. Okay? So let's finish up. Number one, failure defines success. And because of the, the next point, we're almost done. Number one, to define failure, we're gonna have failure defines success. That's a topic. Failure defines success. It sounds like a very nice point. Wait, failure does what? Defines. Defines. Success. Yeah? <laughs> 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 class. <laughs> Number one, to define failure, you must have a healthy definition of success. To define failure for you, you must have a healthy definition of success. In other words, for you to know that you failed, you need to know what success looks like. Okay? To define, uh, to define failure, you must have a healthy definition of success. Okay? For you to know you failed, failure always comes against something. Okay? Against success. So how do you know you failed if you have not defined <laughs> success? For example, if you define that success for you is having one million shillings by the end of the year and by the end of the year you don't have a million shillings you have failed that is what i mean by failure defines success number two define what is success to you define what is success to you number three as a believer Define what success is to you according to the Bible. So number two, define what success is for you. Number three, define it as a believer. What is success to you? Number four, to define success according to the Bible means you must have an understanding of the Bible. Define success according to the Bible means you must have an understanding of the Bible. True or false? Okay? So, what is success according to the Bible? Tell me, what is success according to the Bible? What is biblical success? Doing everything Doing everything in, with eternity in perspective. Uh -huh. mm. 
is, is, is not yeah repeat the point God is glorified in whatever you are doing uh -huh. yes I think it is the manifestation of God when he created me when God created me what he intended me to achieve okay okay uh -huh. Salifa. At the end of time, uh -huh. well done, uh, end of time uh -huh. when you are being told, Well done, good and faithful servant, uh -huh. Karis. Progress is important. Progress is important than the event itself. Okay. Uh -huh. What does the Bible say about success? Number one. Success according to the Bible. Andika yo. Success according to I'm gonna give you four things. Success according to the Bible. Now you can use this as you're measuring uh, uh, for you to measure your failure and your success. Number one, obedience to God. Obedience to God for a believer defines success. Disobedience to God defines failure. Okay? Number two. Faithfulness to God and His commands. So number one, obedience to God. Number two, faithfulness to God and His commands is success. Number three, definition of success in, success in the Bible, good stewardship of godly abilities and resources given to you good stewardship of godly abilities and resources given to you and number four believing in Jesus for eternal life believing in Jesus for eternal life for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul so in whatever you do in life you have to read those points and understand that you will fail okay but failing will not come to destroy your life you see the problem we have is when someone fails maramingi and are quite discouraged but then the secret is to keep going to keep trying to keep knocking on those doors all right until one door will open because one door will open and when it opens then your success then you will not forget the times you failed but remember for you to be successful you must fail god does not work with perfect people he actually works with people who failed okay any questions yes mary You will fail at some point. Okay, at some point. Like yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's with you. If you start it and it succeeds, he's still with you. Even in failure, God is with you. Okay? Sorry? So what you're saying is success is still in God's plan. Yes. Success is in God's plan. Failure is also God's plan. When the devil comes and and God turns it for your good. Okay? 
there's all these things, uh, but then don't look at failure as the enemy because failure is not your enemy, it is your friend. The lessons that failure comes with are much more uh, powerful than the lessons that success comes with. Okay? Failure teaches you how, how not to do things. Alright? And it is important to learn how not to do things. Okay? Than how to do them. Because then you learn how not to run an organization. You learn that. It is more vital. Because how to run an organization, you can read it in a book. Okay? But how not to, you will experience it. You have to experience it yourself. Not many books have been written about failure. Okay? And so you find other books that are good to great, built to last. They don't really talk about failure. Okay? They talk about success, what makes this one become successful, what makes... But then there are books uh, where people tell you, well, I failed, I failed this time, I failed this time. Uh, stories come as like in Abraham Lincoln very familiar with failure okay failing forward you will fail at some point in your life but when you fail don't give up don't think God has forsaken you when you fail fail forward okay fail on your feet fail with your hands so that when you are coming up you pick up something that takes you to a greater place amen any other question? Yes. Question. Yes. But I think from the majority of the points you've given us is something that stands out for me. Yeah. Historia attitude. Yeah. Like whatever you, you really need to have the right attitude. Yes. Especially in failure. Because mm -hmm. most times for success, failure, like sorry, the attitude is sort of like right. Yes. But in failure that right attitude is Yes. Yes. That you're able to really tell yourself that despite what I'm going through, mm -hmm. I have to shift my thinking yes. to a certain direction. Yes. Then I'm able to see other things clearly. As yes. Yeah. Yeah. Attitude. Attitude. When you fail, fail forward. Okay. I have failed many times in my life. And I always keep moving. I learn my lessons and I say, you know what? I have to keep going. Because what Selifah has said, when we get to the end of life, and, and I want God to be there and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Despite your failures, you made it. So one day I'll share my story, just for encouragement's sake. And, and uh, just for the sake of encouragement, so that when you fail, you don't stay down. You wake up, dust yourself, and keep moving. All right? Fail forward. All right.